This episode is sponsored by the IoT Job Site, the world's only dedicated space for applying for and advertising IoT vacancies across the world. Register now for job alerts or get in touch via Let's Talk at the IoTJobSite.com. Welcome to the IoT Podcast Show, Season 2. We are so pleased today to be joined by Teppo Hima. Teppo is the CEO of Wirepass. Wirepass are a wireless connectivity company based out of Finland. They have created the first non-cellular 5G standard and work in decentralized radio technology. Some really interesting tech here in various industries logistics, healthcare, and so on. And we're going to dig into that a little bit more in this episode. Welcome to the IoT Podcast Show. Thank you, Tom. It's great to be here. It's great to have you here. If we can just kick off and just explain a little bit about what it is you, you do within Wirepass, uh, that would be great. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I have been by now about 25 years in mobile, wireless, and connectivity market. Um, first, I was more on the techno- technology side uh, while I was working for Nokia um, as a C- chief architect. Then a few years I was uh, at ST Microelectronics, later ST Ericsson, running mobile platform business unit for Symbian Android Windows platforms where we uh, built quite nice half a billion uh, business. Um, so that was in the mobile space. but. You know, we can think of mobile phones, one sort of early IoT devices. Um, IoT cases today are just more purpose-built and needs to be a lot, lot more affordable. But that that kind of led me then to um, to join Wirepass, and I have been here as a CEO since 2014. Fantastic. And thank you so much for the introduction. Wirepass is doing, you know, amazing things. Uh, really, really interesting. Great growth, great vision. Uh, we touched on this backstage, but the marketing and the way that you're positioning the company is really unique in the IoT world and, and fantastic to see. Um, can we dig into a little bit more about developing this new global 5G standard in IoT and, 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 and what this will, will enable and, 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 and how Wirepass is developing that? Yeah, sure. Um, well, as we, as we all are very well educated with the giant marketing budgets of telecos, uh, 5G is bringing more speed, lower latencies, um, and also accelerating the trend of private networks for the enterprises. All good so far, um, but it has failed in, in one quite uh, place badly, which is the price. And, you know, 5G cost any, I mean, more than any of the previous generations, while many of the applications, especially in enterprise side, require more affordable solutions. So it's it's just simply far too expensive to connect sensors and to have, you know, positive return for those use cases. Now this new non-cellular 5G standard that goes with the name DECT2020NR in, in standardization in Etsy, that addresses that problem. Um, so with that standard, 5G is taken to a minimum possible cost level that um, you don't need expensive infrastructure and no operators to run it as the devices form the network autonomously by themselves and where you know every node is an access point so that's really 
really the focus of this standard to bring affordability. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's truly something different and something special, right? Um, and, 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 and unheard of, really, in, in the past. A lot of people talk about this from an operator point of view, so, but yeah. then forming their own access points and their own ecosystem within their own right is, 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 is quite bleeding edge, actually. What are the key benefits of this? You know, what are the real-world examples that this technology will enable for the average person on the street? Yeah, so, well, I'm repeating myself, but really the affordability is, is the number one I care about. And, and that, that really enables you to scale um, and still have your CFO not lose it. Um, and the second thing is that anyone can install these things as it is completely autonomous. And you can do it anywhere in the world, you know, not needing to care about frequency planning or leasing frequency. And as it is as it is having this new standard, this dedicated 1.9 gigahertz frequency. So if you need a tech teams on site, your return is already gone quite often. Um, so we are seeing use cases where, for example, cleaning personnel have installed the system, putting the sensors in the right places and not needing, you know, uh, special, special, special people at site. Uh, Third thing is that you can choose where you store your data locally or into the cloud. And, and you know, we are also much uh, on that trend of private networks. It's very important to care about. And, you know, as this doesn't require any central network management system, um, you know, in the back end, you have that flexibility and freedom to use this uh, almost anywhere. And, and finally, this provides very high availability of the service. And that comes from the fact that, you know, mesh networks don't have single point of failure, especially in the way that we have built it in the standard, which is completely decentralized operation. And, you know, if there is lack of density or something, end user can fix it easily if needed. So those are, those are some of the clear benefits of this non-cellular 5G approach. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's fantastic. And thank you for the overview. And I think those benefits are going to going to give rise to a lot more opportunities creating this standard in the future uh, for, for various industries and lots of people to, to take part in this. Can you can you can you talk about the potential opportunities that could arise from from this? Obviously, we've spoken about the benefits of affordability, yeah. but where, where could this go in the future, essentially, Teppo? So to give you kind of a simple example, um, let's take smart factory. Uh, yeah. What you have seen is that, you know, people are digitizing uh, as far as they can. And uh, what they're doing up to now is that they kind of, you know, choose the most valuable assets and connect them to be able to follow them and, you know, build these condition monitoring and preventive maintenance type of applications. But you, what you have ended up is, is that, you know, typically with wiring or, or expensive wireless solutions, you end up to connect maybe 5% of them. Um, but then when you really push the affordability to the right level, it comes to a point where you just, you know, it's no brainer to connect all of them. So all the motors, all the bumps, all the valves, convey belts, um, you know, and you get a lot more visibility to your processes and better ability to prevent downtimes and, and improve safety and, and so on. And thinking that example, actually you can, you know, 
do the same thing in many other applications. You can, for example, you know, in uh, office environments, um, connect each desk, chair, to understand the detailed utilization of rooms, and, and so on. So um, now, good reliable network doesn't need to mean high cost. You can really kind of a go with the approach of not be limited to connect as much as possible to improve your AI and ML, you know, on top of uh, those platforms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's giving rise to so many different opportunities and, and a wonderful creation. Um, one of the things that I'm, I'm keen to understand more about here is is Wirepass Massive. Yeah. So the the mesh technology that you touched upon just there. Uh, it, it's enabling connectivity for a variety of different solutions. Um, can you can you touch a little bit more on on mesh in in terms of for our listeners that may not understand what mesh technology is, and a little bit more about the the product and the service that is Wirepass Massive. Yeah. So maybe I first clarify that we d we do have two connectivity products as as okay. as you as you said. So so we have this Wirepass Massive which uh, has been under development already for, for a few years uh, and it's already you know deploying in millions um, and, and uh, on that product we use um, low-cost chips the same chips as Bluetooth is using under our software uh, okay. and that enables in our offering the lowest cost option and it's, it's very good especially for use cases like asset tracking applications or for example smart lighting where you really don't need to push for the range and and you know the cost is a very important care about mm. then we have a, another product which which we called wirepass private 5g and in fact it's the same product from the software standpoint and we are a software company but it has different radio underneath and and that's then you know in this in this 5g standardization uh, process that one then uses of OFDM modulation and HARC uh, type of feature. So in, in English, it means that it, it's, it's using the same most modern, uh, highest robust, um, you know, physical layer implementation as in the cellular. Um, and here, the main difference then is that indeed it gives higher robustness at the radio link level and, and longer range up to kilometers. Um, that product will come available uh, next year, and, and uh, we do have already lead customers committed, especially in smart metering and, and smart city type of applications. So, so those are the two products, and the main difference is, is uh, you know, the range and and uh, and a little bit higher robustness of the, of the of the physical layer. Then going to the mesh itself, mesh really means that, you know, while while cellular architectures try to solve the density scale power problem by densifying base stations and you know making smaller and smaller of them we have solved that already to the extreme you can do because by software every end device no matter how small whether you know temperature sensor or or small asset tag it is it is actually a kind of a mini base station it's an access point and still it can be as low power that it can run years with with uh, with the commodity batteries and that's the game changer so we are, we can we can talk about kind of a sub 10 buck 
sub ten dollar um, cost of access point, which is you know quite a different compared to whether you know look for Wi-Fi or or cellular type of architectures. Mm. And when the mesh is able, um, you know, to do that, they 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 do do it in the way that they locally collaborate those devices with with their closest neighbors, and they do it in a fashion and way where the spectrum efficiency is order of magnitude better than you know in a star topology way of doing like cellular and that is proven now in the early um, um or not early but these uh, independent uh, evaluation reports in the standardization um, and that's really key because this market will be facing millions and millions and billions <laughs> of different things to be connected and, and the spectrum efficiency becomes a very important care about. So now the combination of free to use global 1.9 gigahertz frequency band with decentralized meshing, which is very spectrum efficient, that combination gives you virtually unlimited resources to connect these small things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a tremendous ecosystem and something that you've been working towards. You know, we previously had people on on the podcast talking about energy harvesting, which I think yeah. is an important aspect again to this. So when we talk about devices needing low power, and, uh, batteries not needing to be chained for 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 a while, uh, you know, it, it, it's that's another aspect that can further advance what we're looking to do here in the whole ecosystem. I mean, one of the big examples and and probably for people outside of the iot industry is the is the air tag right it's, it's just come out by apple uh yep. you know lo lovely piece of kit you know and 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 you know robust useful etc um but but i'd be curious to know you know you said that you had a couple of customers signed up and, and are interested in that you know congratulations you know that's fantastic what what is it that the customers are, are driving what is the demand what do you tend to see as the main things that they're looking for and and solutions that you've been managed to create for them yeah so like i said we have this firepass massive that we have had uh, you know around us already for a good time and we are in, in different verticals in smart tracking uh, smart buildings uh, smart manufacturing and, and smart metering um, there we already have a couple hundred customers and, and uh, you can go and check our website for partners. Also hundreds of, of products already powered by Wirepass that you can find for different needs and purposes. Uh, are you able to touch upon some of the things that you've managed to overcome at Wirepass in order to have these solutions out there and, and some of these great things that you've, that you've just spoken about? Yeah, abs absolutely. I mean... Um, uh, as you may know, uh, radio technologies, telecom protocols, um, systems that involves you know so many dis different disciplines is is not that easy to build, and, and we are we are obviously seeing the pain also around us, uh, you know, in, at, at partners and customers sometimes when they bring you know new solutions first time to the market. IoT is still in the very beginning. What comes to the you know. Uh, volumes and so on and how 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 they compare to where they are going to be because it's difficult to it's very difficult to you know think where the wireless connectivity would not be used when it comes you know more and more affordable mm. and for us it was really a big effort to 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 um, uh, find these solutions for you know limitless scale 
densities where you can put more than thousand radios in a cube meter without any collisions and, and things like that. But we were very pragmatic. We were customer driven. We were use case driven. We we got challenges from our customers, for example, that can you detect 5,000 you know, objects in a pallet in one minute? And we were like, well, nobody has done that ever before. But, you know, we have clever people from different backgrounds and they put their heads together. And yeah, we were able to create that type of a feature to our product. And now it's becoming very uh, important uh, uh, in, in, in logistics and kind of a, uh, inventory management and so on. Um, so, yeah, we are working, you know, with use cases ranging from connecting livestock to servers in data centers and all, all, all possible between, but we wouldn't be able to do that without good partner network. And they are also solving these important problems. And this uh, energy harvesting is a good example, as you mentioned. Um, we, we obviously all look forward that, you know, those technologies which ever can make, you know, higher efficiency, more sustainability, um, uh, you know, become more mainstream. So, yeah, it's super exciting uh, times. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. And I think what, what's really nice to see is, is the ecosystem really working well together and everyone striving for this, uh, you know, this mutual end goal. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's it, it, it's a really good feeling amongst the community. Can we can we touch on security? Um, I'm I'm interested to know your thoughts on security um, because a lot a lot of people in general see sometimes see security as a bit of an afterthought, right? Um, mm. And we and we've spoken about this in the past about principles of secure by design and building it really from the ground up. This is obviously a major uh, consideration for some of your customers, I would imagine. Absolutely, and and uh, you you made a you kind of gave a hint already uh, that you know it cannot be done afterwards. Uh, design, uh, security is a thing that you need to design for it, and it need to be something that you need to be ready to be able to update it. Because if, if the the guy who first tells that his product is completely secure proven, then the guy doesn't necessarily know what he's talking about. So so like over the updates and, and that sort of things need to also be part of those platforms. We take security very seriously. Um, many people say that these are so tiny objects. What does it matter if temperature sensor is, is you now breached? But you know, it's it's in the end of the day always a channel to or path to do other systems and 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 you know you need to rely on the data because you are making important ai on top of it and and you know decisions in the end of the day so if if the alarm is real or not it's pretty good to know um so it is an important care about um and again that's also a thing where we provide very solid uh, security back, uh, foundation. Sometimes customers are putting even more on top of it. So it, it's also something that IoT need to kind of uh, face that what's the right level of affordability of security for different type of applications. It cannot be the, exactly the same as in desktop kind of environment where you can have unlimited power and limitless kind of almost limitless bandwidth, but it still need to be super solid. And that's really the engineering challenge, how you make well working security for very hardware constraint devices. Yeah.
yeah, 100%. You know, it's um, it's the principles of secure by design. Um, you know, as you mentioned, these you know, memory constrained devices as well. How, how yeah. much can you do? How much yeah. can you really pull on there? But also you touched upon the important element of it being the weakest link in the network, right? Exactly. And therefore but perhaps the most vulnerable to an attack. And if there you can get into that, you can get into everything else. Um, but, but it's nice to see that you, you know, that you, uh, you have this sort of de facto standard and then customers can gold plate on top to yeah. their heart's content. Because it, right? it, it is a cost question in some use cases, yeah. obviously, but we give the yeah. options and we are flexible. And we, of course, most of the, most of the cases are, are very happy with our, our foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So two major products and services that you're out there at the moment, obviously business is growing, business is doing well. Um, you know what, what what do you see for the future what does what does it look like for wirepass and, and what does it look like for iot uh in, in a short summary massive question but in a short <laughs> summary what's 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 your view on it well uh, i can say that uh, you know um iot market in in the beginning and a few years ago was was not an easy market at all and and you needed to learn a lot and fast and and you needed to find the right recipe to help also your uh, you know ecosystem partners to move faster but i think we have now together find the right recipes and 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 what's going quite crazy now is that this pandemic although it's now acutely now limiting some some businesses here and there because of the supply problems that the industry is facing but otherwise it's just accelerating the you know the obvious and and more and more remote understanding of processes and and assets and so on are required so we we see a super bright future and um, you know we we are so pleased to have the great partners we are having who who share the vision fantastic um really appreciate your time today you know i i hope you know this uh you know gets gets the viewers and the listeners that it deserves to do because you know what you are doing is is, is truly fantastic uh tepo where can people find out more about wirepass social media websites etc absolutely those are obviously the the standard uh channels and media so the good news is that we are quite well covered around the world so so uh, when you go on our website and looks our sales um, you know coverage you can find the local person to help you and we can also we, we are doing as much matchmaking as we are doing direct business develop with direct sales that you know when when you have a need for iot we may help we, there is probably somebody already done what you are looking for and we can we can help you to get that then we are, you know, more and more uh, coming up with, uh, you know, different use cases, white papers, podcasts, even. So, so uh, stay, stay tuned, and um, I'm sure you will be hearing more. Excellent. As usual, guys, get involved with the comments, follow the IoT podcast on our various social media sites, and we hope to see you on the next episode very soon.